0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome into another edition of Infection Podcast. We cover the uh, very interesting intersection of video games and somehow modern politics. My name is Nick Craig. You can give me a follow on Twitter at Craig, or check out my website or our website, I should say, InfectionPodcast.com. Joining me as always, can't do this thing alone. It's a pretty scary world. Brian with an I, Ultra Hey, Brian, what's going on, my man?
1: And not too much. If you want to find me at Boy's Computer on Twitter or at Brian Aldridge on Gab, Getter, or Truth Social. So, yeah. Quite the uh, quite the day. We were talking a little bit about in the pre-show about that submarine, which is pretty interesting. Yeah, so, man. For people that are following that in the news, next week it'll be interesting to see what actually happened. Because we're right in the middle of it. Next week. A where... day
0: and a half from now. <laughs> well, <laughs> I know. But By next show,
1: we'll be either saying, wow, well, that was amazing, they saved them, or it'll be, oh, that's, that's too bad. Or they may or, have no idea where they're at. They may never it find it. I'm assuming them. they're Yeah. I mean they could be there's some well, I mean, eventually they may find it. It's like a ship but eventually, down at yeah. the bottom of the yeah. ocean. The thing it's so deep down that the thing is not going to break apart. Yeah, I mean it's it's the Titanic is still down at that depth. Yeah. It, it's sitting there. They're in a very secure metal machine. They'll they'll be preserved in there. It,
0: unless they got
1: punctured. Unless something broke and yeah, and then it popped and but you would think I don't know. They if, would surface. You, get some, you would think something would come up, but it, maybe things would be so small that it's going to take them a while to yeah. to, to find it. So we'll see. It's kind of like the Malaysian airliner that disappeared.
0: Well, uh, what did, uh, was it? CNN that said at the time that this is a UFO activity. I believe that's what they claimed, that it just disappeared, yeah. into, a bla- it disappeared in. into a black hole. Don Lemon claimed disappeared into a black hole. Yeah.
1: What an yeah. idiot. <laughs> yeah. They were coming up with all kinds of crazy. Yeah. I mean, if, 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 if CNN and MSNBC can't explain it, it must be aliens.
0: It must be aliens, absolutely. All right. Speaking of uh, aliens, Brian, AI—it's kind of like an alien. Artificial intelligence, yeah. unidentified flying objects, uh, foreign entities—it's kind of uh, kind of similar. We got some uh, stuff going on in the old AI world this week, yeah.
1: Well, okay. First thing that you'll notice, of course, there's AI that's being developed, and cool things. I think they're going to come out of AI mm-hmm. that that are that are really big. But some of the things that I think you'll notice right away that maybe will impact some of our favorite blogging sites is they're starting to fire writers and instead Darn. churn out hundreds of articles using, uh, AI using an, What's a- the so difference? what they're doing <laughs> exactly real. I mean, maybe a little less bias yeah, <laughs> in well, there. Actually more news. I mean, what a crazy, m- idea. more news. It'll be like, oh, people actually want to hear about this. Let's talk about that rather than well, us hearing about some random opinion of some blog writer from, uh, from Seattle. So what they're ending up doing now these are sites that you've heard of dot um, esports destructoid oh wow uh, companies like this they are calling at least 50 humans and which is about 40% of their workforce and instead they're hiring on an AI editor so really what you're doing is you're in charge of monitoring what the AI is kicking out and kind of maybe proofreading it checking, you know, tech editing some things here and there that maybe didn't come out right. But you're doing AI content and SEO strategist is, is what the new editors are. They're not blo- they're not writers. They, they are just in charge of making sure that the AI content gets turned out properly. Um, so what they're looking to do is, you know, 200, 250 articles per week using something like this, you know, however many they, they need to kick out. But they can kick out as many as you want as long as you have somebody who has the ability to proofread them. I'm sure at some point they'll be like, "Oh, these are so good. We don't even need to proofread them." They'll start kicking them out. Who knows what so, we'll get? This is point.
0: interesting, though. It says, assuming a five-day work week, there's a lot, a lot to ask of one person to with up to fifty articles per day. The here's the issue with um, not even AI-generated content, because for for years now, and it started with uh, aggregate websites um, like Y Combinator and 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 some of these other things there is i guess you kind of call it like a, a bell curve where you're not publishing yep. enough content but then you hit a prop point where you're, well, it's not a bell curve excuse me it's 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 just a straight line you're publishing too much content nobody is going to read 50 articles a day from right. a specific even major publications like well fox news and cnn they might put out a, about that but it's not it's that's on a gazillion i mean they cover everything from the economy to sports to space travel to to news right it's yeah. a very wide gambit on a gaming website like dot esports or destructoid 50 articles a day to me seems like content overload nobody's going to read any you're you're going to dilute the the readership so much there's i mean Brian you're not going to sit down and read you're not going to read 50 articles a day that's insane
1: well, okay, so but let's think of where they're going. I think that this is going to more of the clickbait type of articles and things that they're trying to get. They're not expecting a person to really sit there and go through their site and read all their content. What they're hoping to do is to share this stuff out, get random topics that people will click on. You get enough people to kind of randomly click on one article just because yeah. whatever it happens to fall in with whatever the news of the day is, because that's really all they're doing. What are the hot topics of today? They ask the, you know, if they get an AI that actually is looking at um, maybe Twitter or, or wherever it's, it's determining what the hot topics of the day are and, and then coming up with, well, here's the things that I think would get the most clicks today. Because that's really the goal, isn't it? Because it's, it's all about getting people to your page to put ads on it so that you can make money. It has nothing to do with actually disseminating information or, or you know, getting people to be entertained. It comes down to getting someone to click on the link to show up on your page to to render the ads. Once they've rendered the ads, do they care what you do at that point? I think they're past the point of caring whether or not you click and then go to another article and then go to another article. I think what they really want is just random one-offs of people coming and clicking some link of some random article that happens to get disseminated somewhere else. And then there you go. Because they're saying here that the person is pretty much going to be writing the title. And then adding images to the article—that's sure. what the human does. The rest of it's going to be done by AI. But is that really that much different than what these guys are doing now? If you go read, we've read plenty of the content on air, on air, of some of these guys and the type of things that they're writing, and they're just not interested. You know, oh, it's look just, at they, or they're putting in so much. Epi- yeah, look, I mean, it's just random. That's what Buzzfeed is. All, that's what they've always it's been for a, it's a decade. All clickbait. Yeah. yeah. And so th- th- I think that's just where they're going. They're going for this to where, okay, well, let's get uh, a really interesting title. Let's hmm. get some images in here. And let's just click junk that people, once they click it, they'll be like, oh, yeah, okay. they've rendered the ads. What do they care? That's all they need. Maybe they'll get a few clicks out of them too. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's the way things are going. But I think we've seen this coming for quite a while because just look at the quality of most of the content writers for uh kataku and, and pc gamer and even massively op now so what i see here and this is you know and this this
0: this um hits somewhat close to home i work in the it's it's no secret i work in the 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 news business I mean, I'm, a, I'm a i'm a newsman brian um yes you know i i cover news i i mean it's mostly opinion but I i cover news i read news and and you know these sites that take this this path they will be relegated to one section yeah. but there is always going to be a want and an urge and a i mean i do it now with 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 what i do on on the political news side there's always mm-hmm. this this urge to find good content and the reality is the ai is not going to be generating what i would consider good content it's just going to be generating mass content now if you're a site like buzzfeed or um huffington post or some of these other sites that's fine you can just churn this garbage out and you'll have the same you know people that that look at all the articles or whatever. To me, you're going to see a you're going to see two different. I think you're going to see like kind of a, a split here, where you have the sites that go with the AI thing, and then the sites that might only have let's say five or ten people, but those five or ten people. Are really really good at what they do, and there's even sites like that now on the political side. You've got sites like the the Washington Free Beacon, the Washington Examiner, and and things like Breitbart. Now, Breitbart's pretty big, but just these sites that write. in, you know, New York Post is a great example of a of a of a website that writes just really interesting, um, just really interesting stories. So yep. these sites might immediately get some traction because it's just mass content. But I think long-term, it's just speeding up the inevitable, which is these sites just won't cease to exist because this content is not going to be compelling. It's going to be the same garbage churned out on all of them. The, the cream will rise to the top and all the garbage will, will just fail, which is going to happen anyway. That's, that's just the reality. So maybe this just speeds it I mean, up five years.
1: And I think that the better option for this would be to, why don't you come up with a way to integrate AI that assists writers? Because that's really what they're starting to do. I mean, uh, we have Google Docs here. We kind of have that ability now. I have that thing where I demoed it a a couple weeks ago where I can have it, I can give it a phrase, just like ChatGBT, and it'll put something in there. Have something that enhances what the article, because the problem is right now, the writers that are at a lot of these places just put in nonsense, totally biased. So you're already driving away half of the people that read it in the first place. Uh, here it's just going to be the problem of oh sure there's a lot of accurate information but is it can it can it write it in an interesting enough way that makes it where you don't feel like you're reading a computer generated thing I don't know that that's going to happen I one of my clients well for the company I work for one client that I help uh, deal with is a news site for a state it's for one of, you know one of the states here in America it's a really popular local news site and they're sitting there and writing articles and taking the time but the problem is the people go to that site because of what they write because of the the opinion the ai is not going to be opinion unless you write it in to have opinion it's going to give you the opinion of content that it's scraped but you're not going to be able to control and have a consistent opinion doing that it's going to be an opinion based off of random things that it's it's put into its system to you know as its knowledge base which is kind of like humans but But this, uh, you know, you can fire a human and be like, okay, well, I'm going to fire, I'm going to try to hire another one that maybe has a better perspective or is more interesting. What are you going to do with the AI? I mean, it's as interesting as it's going to get for the most part, because I, I bet you they're using some boilerplate system like chat GPT, and they don't have some cut. They're not going to hire if they're only paying $40,000 a year for this AI writer, they're not going to be writing uh, a nice AI system to help them come up with really cool content. It's not going to happen yeah to, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely going to change things
0: it will but i just i think it in, I, I think it just it just prolongs the inevitable i mean you can make the same argument about oh you it's dying you the same it's, a, it's a the dying, same argument uh place look at uh, uh the first automatic telephone switches where no longer were there people sitting in uh, yeah. head, head <laughs> offices literally <laughs> literally pu- you know, connecting patching calls, patching calls. It doesn't exist. It was, you know, then they oh. created a fork system that would do it, and then you had touch-tone dialing, and now it's just all PBX software-based. It just speeds up the yep. inevitable. Um, now, you know, eventually you get – and, and the, the inevitable of this, Brian, is it goes to the call of uh, – um, Oh, crap. I can't remember the acronym, but it's, uh, you know, the, the UBI, universal basic income, where, oh, there's no jobs. Everything is run by a robot. Everybody needs to make, you know, a million dollars a year. And, you know, the UBI, nobody has to actually have a job. And that, that I think that's that's the inevitable push on all of this stuff is that, oh, there's no jobs available. And, yeah, to, to some extent, that's true. But again, this that is happening. There's in, always
1: going to be something to replace it.
0: Well, and that's the thing. And I, and I think it's important to, you know. I talk about this all the time on my radio show, context, 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 Mm -hmm. context, every, you can look at anything in history, it always shook things up and changed things. I mean, it wasn't that long ago that the iPhone didn't exist, and thinking about what that did. So it's it's just important to put this stuff in context. Now, Now, I do agree, you eventually get to a point where it's like, well, damn, we really don't need anybody to do this. Um, but to me, that's still incredibly far away and there will always be a need. But, um, on these sites that are just turning out garbage anyway, I mean, what's the difference? You can either pay somebody 70 grand a year to turn out garbage or buy an $1,100 subscription to chat GPD and let it do it. So I, I just, I don't see the difference. The the problem is these people aren't providing most cases. It's hard to paint with a broad brush, but these people don't provide good content. Like I think about it. My, my, my job I'll go back to, to make it all about me. it's going to be hard to replace a, an opinion host with AI. That's going to be very tough to do because they're paying me essentially for my, when you break it down, boil it down, they're paying me for my opinion. I mean, that's, that's realistically yep. what it is. Anybody can read an article, but it's the opinion that is, that is the unique side of it. And that's what's really hard to do. But when you're not actually putting your useful opinion in anything and you're just churning out garbage I I mean, it seems to me, it seems like the natural progression. You're not providing anything unique.
1: So exactly. And and they've, they've, they've put themselves in this situation by the way that they've been writing. I mean, just all the, all the, all of the writers that have been pushing content to places like these for the past five, 10 years, I think the quality and the non-bias version of what that, of what that used to be has gone away because we can't even find any kind of a gaming news site now that doesn't have some kind of crazy bias thrown in there. But And if, if for anything for AI, what I would hope for is maybe it would be a way to get a little less bias, and not that they're going to let that happen, but a little bit less bias um, news. I think then that would be possibly relevant. Or is there going to be at some point when people no longer go and read individual news articles, but they, talk, they subscribe to their top favorite sources and then they have AI go scan all of the different articles and give them a synopsis of the day like is there going to be a point where people don't even read the articles anymore well and then then it's going to kill their clickbait ads i mean the, the ai is not going to click them
0: home assistants like uh a word and and g yeah. home already do that i mean they'll give you a new synopsis yeah. or a rundown but you can't right really now.
1: customize it that's what i'm saying is it maybe some point you'll say here's my favorite sites Give me a, a rundown of, oh, they, of pretty much what's on there today.
0: Amazon A Word has done that for years. You set the sources oh, you want for key? your. Yeah, I'm trying okay, to remember to what try. it's called. i got rid of
1: mine a long time ago. I didn't want to.
0: I don't use. I don't ever use it. But it'll. You pick your top couple of couple of news sources or That's whatever, it, and you yeah. say like, Hey, you know, it's part. You make it part of like a morning routine, and it'll tell you the weather and all this other stuff, and then it'll get. Oh, top story at source. You know, Fox News or CNN or, or MSNBC, whatever it might be. Um, so. It's, it's
1: interesting to say the least well let's talk about how because there's been issues first of all ai we've talked about this before is pulling content from all kinds of places it's going to be copy the same thing content. whether it's with copyrighted content whether it's a, a a news source that's doing this and when a person would read an article and then maybe give an opinion on it that wasn't so bad because they're not going to remember and and re the thing word for word they're going to be giving their own rendition of it when you give it to a computer uh, it can try to not seem like it's it's copying it but it's using copyrighted material to then reproduce and create something based off of it which is not supposed to happen now they most countries haven't really dealt with this but japan has declared that ai training data is fair game and they are not going to enforce copyright Hmm. so people uh, this is with images with text I can understand the thought because sure, you want to have a really robust API or AI, but what about the people that are creating this, whether it's images, text, the people that are writing this once there's no more money, because, you know, as we talked about in the last article, once there's no more money, who's going to come up with the original content that these things are based off of? Are you going to have AI now training AI, which takes all the human out of it? I just, I think that that's, a, that's going to be a big problem. Or the risk is if you narrow down so much where they can get content from, you have a very limited perspective or amount of data to kind of regurgitate or form data from. So I don't know how they're going to deal with this. This is how J- Japan's dealing with it, which is kind of the J- China way where you know we don't worry about copyright. We don't worry about patent infringement. Just make stuff because we want to have the the enhancements from that but here you're taking away from someone else to be able to create something uh, you're de-incentivizing the original content which eventually will go away and then what's your ai going to be based on
0: well then you get into right? that, the, that's the old that's my uh, concern the skynet where it's it is literally yeah. ai more intelligent ai training beating, less a
1: beating a other ai yeah and then what are you going to have in the end i mean it's just, it's going to kind of create a circle but I don't Feedback know loop, like how, a internationally how a is this going to work? <laughs> yeah, and you, it, it'll get caught to where it's like in a circle logic loop. It's like I this is true, so therefore this is true. Well, you determined both truths, so what, does that mean it's actually true? You're saying both are true because you think it's true. Um, here, what you know is this going to be something that if uh, let's say a company in in Japan produces something that's using AI that they want to sell throughout the rest of the world is the rest of the world going to then say we're not going to allow people to use AI resources from Japan because of copyright infringement. Because that's a big deal here in America. It's not a big deal in, in Russia. It's not a big deal in China and other places, but here that's part of the, the way that we incentivize people creating and doing things. So I, I don't know. I think, it's, I think there is, I think there's downsides. I think it's, it's good for AI but I think it's bad for society and bad for actual content, and it's only going to hurt uh, pe- content creators even more, unless you come up with a way to incentivize them or or somehow give them money from this. But I don't see a way to do that. There's too much content. I'll go it's, back to it's, it's it. Skimming.
0: Uh, I'll 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 go I'll go back to it. The the there is going there is an urge there is a need there is a want for good content and mm-hmm. yes eventually ai or whatever will be able to generate that kind of content but it's I, I it's not it's not i don't think it's even close to there right now i really don't it can do little yeah. kwami things and it can do so for example there, i read a story this week in, in my industry the first ai powered dj is on the air at some radio station i don't remember where it is upstate new york or something like that and it's a it's a lady who they've sampled um, and she works in another market and she is now on an afternoons on on AI but what is that you know what does that entail it's you know reading a liner into a song and stuff I mean it's it's very to me it's it's very rude come up with a hundred variations
1: of that right and then you have that's kind of what, it of what is. the person does now, and yeah and so I think there will be places that do pick up like that but I think there's going to be certain situations where they're gonna have to learn AI if you're AI, there are many limitations to AI currently. Maybe in 10 years, 15 years, that's going to be something to where it's not considered as risky. But right now, you get very mixed results from AI. Things that is, sometimes, if they're trying to be creative enough, it's not even accurate. How, yeah. how is something that's, that's feeding off of supposedly factual information coming up with non-factual information It's because they're trying to make it seem human-like. Well, when they implement human-like, it becomes inaccurate <laughs> at that point. So, um, you yeah, this so this here they're training they're talking about training with pictures um, text everything I think if you can give away to through maybe data feeds um, things that are over the air like just train AI on things that it legally has access to and I think eventually you will get enough context um, or like with the original we were talking about the writers have people that are uh, you know how if you have enough people that maybe that are are feeding the ai and 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 doing things but you can't get down to where ai is purely doing it all by itself because it just it's not going to work and now, right now i think 10 15 years you might have cool ai that is predictable <laughs> but sure right now i just think it's too unpredictable because it's too early
0: oh absolutely couldn't couldn't agree with you more
1: um one there here i found an opinion piece now this is market watch and they were talking about how ai gives big business the power to bust labor unions. And this is something oh, we've been no. talking about for a while. <laughs> the, 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 uh, the testers for video game companies, I said this early on when they started trying to use them to, to create unions. You're, you're trying to create a union in a place that is prime for AI to take over. Uh, unions are something that if they need bargaining power, they need to, to feel like, Without us, you're going to be dead in the water. Kind of like when maybe the airlines, all the flyers strike. Or, you know, in some sort of Amazon, all of the delivery drivers strike. That creates a big problem. Because those things right now can't be replaced by AI. But you want to talk about certain testing things and certain low-level jobs, those ones are, are perfect for being replaced. Just like the writers that you you know we talked about. Perfect for being replaced by AI in, in some areas. But... You know for for that bargaining power of the average human who's saying, "Hey uh, I'm important, you need me when AI is able to take your job, do they really need you at that point if they can get it pretty close and it does it in a fraction of the time and it's about ninety percent there because humans are only about ninety percent accurate anyways it seems or less well maybe I,
0: I mean I, I mean I get paid to be hundred percent accurate hundred percent of the time but I mean <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I agree with you right most most people you understand. But course, when, you, when, yes.
1: pe- when people are involved, there's plenty of inaccuracy, w- sure. which we look at the AI and say, well, we expect you to be 100% accurate. Well, that's not even how it is in, with humans. So I think as people get used to it, they'll start to realize where the inaccuracies are, and those will kind of get programmed out as well over time. Um, and then you'll be able to start replacing humans. It is barely happening right now. But I think at, at this point, there will be a whole fields that will be wiped out because of AI. Even programming, is, I think, is going to drastically change with AI. See, you keep saying something, and I, and I disagree.
0: I don't think any fields are going to be wiped out. I think you're going to see a shifting of those
1: of those fields. Mm-hmm. I
0: don't think they're going to get wiped out. I think it's just like, as well, I mentioned the, earlier. Okay, the
1: telephone operators that you brought up. Yeah. The, that, but the, the, that version of it has been wiped out. The, the, the patch person has been wiped out. It's been replaced by something totally different. Sh- sh- sh-
0: sure. Uh, uh, yeah. Now, when I think something wiped out, I think an industry just gone. But the, the telephone no, I'm still to but,
1: but the employable, the, the where people are doing things in that industry, I think are going to be gone. The, the thing will still be doing it, but it'll be doing it with minimal human interaction. Ch- places oh, will be churning out games with just a couple people overseeing and, and tweaking and tuning and pushing it. I think you'll get to a point where AI is doing a lot of things and there's just the managers.
0: Get to a point? Yes. I think we mm-hmm. are so incredibly far from that, though. That who knows what comes. Yeah. I mean, the reality is, you know, the, you, this story in Japan. There's ongoing legit There's ongoing talks of legislation in the United States. I mean, the the U.S. government's very likely to come in and just completely muck this whole thing up because you know these guys can't even. You know, these guys are asking the CEO of Facebook why a Google result is showing up the way that it is. <laughs> That's how incompetent they are. I mean, they could do some real damage to this industry, um, you know, because they're being essentially fear mongered. I mean, you watch and read some media posts, you know, main mainstream media posts about some of this stuff, Brian. And you think the whole freaking world's coming to an end. Yeah,
1: (laughs) it's true. Well, so there was a radio host in Georgia. I don't know if you've heard of him. Mark Walters. He is suing. He's he's suing open AI because OpenAI accused him of a crime that he didn't commit. Kind of like when we, we, we were looking at your profile and I, I don't know if that was afterwards. Uh, yeah. After, was after, uh, a broadcast, after but it was talking about, it was given, it was talking about you and it would kind of intermix some other people with the same name and say, well, here's stuff about Nick Craig. Uh, I, you know, this said this about Mark Walters, where it said that he was being sued for embezzlement And things like that. And a reporter found this and I I guess wrote it into some sort of an article. So he's suing uh, chat GP or he's suing AI, open AI. Another one, a politician, Brian Hood, he sued chat GPT in April um, because of of something that incorrectly claimed he did, a crime. Um, Mark Walters accused him of embezzling more than $5 million from a nonprofit called Second Amendment Foundation. And it's that's an accusation that's never been made. Where'd it come up with this? That's the dangers of AI. I mean, humans do the same thing, but how you can hold them accountable. This being them suing open AI, that'll be an interesting case because who do you hold accountable? You're holding a computer accountable, a company accountable. It's very well, different. And,
0: and see, that's it right there is, is the accountability. If I come out and make a slanderous claim about you, Brian, or somebody else, yeah. and it is completely false... I am held or could potentially be held criminally responsible, and I have to deal with the ramifications and the repercussions of that. And that's going to be the question for these AI companies is, who is responsible? And 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 at a certain point, you know, I don't know. It seems like you almost bring this back to kind of a Section 230 argument, which, you know, these big tech companies claim now. Like, oh, Section 230, it doesn't matter what we do. Well, we're not the ones publishing this content. We're just serving it to you. It's not our you know, th- these companies can't operate under that 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 same umbrella. That's yeah, exactly a huge that's what problem. I was going to say. It's a massive problem because somebody has to be held because they're creating the contents.
1: They're creating the content. OpenAI is creating the content. Yeah. They're sure they're using other people's sources. Unlike Reddit, where someone is going onto the service and writing something, and so sure, Reddit's not being held accountable for the random person who goes onto their service and writes something. Uh, but this, they're programming the technology that is gleaning pieces of information and generating that. They're not. They're not that someone else isn't coming in and bringing that information or an article isn't coming in that it's then directly quoting they're generating this content based off of that knowledge base and that's where i don't think they as you said i don't think they qualify for section 230 because they they, they, who are you going to blame with section 230 you can always go back and blame find somebody to blame it's the original person that came onto the service and you could say well they're not supposed to do that let's kick them off here who are you going to kick off it's the ai that's actually doing this based off of information maybe you know maybe there'll be regulations on uh enforcing and 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 making sure what the data is is factual but how in the world today are you going to do that have you seen the news media and news and anything that we consider facts nowadays i just don't think you can do that with something like this it's it's always going to be prone to these errors because the the information coming in is going to have issues in it and if it's coming up with new content that it's not being fed 100%, it's going to come up with random stuff like this as well. And so I, I think it is going to be a, a thing that they're going to have to figure out, but he, you said it. They, the lawmakers are so inept at yes. some points and, and so incompetent where they're asking how the internet works. Okay, well, you, the <laughs> fact that you're tubes. asking me that question, the fact that you're asking me that question with no engineering understanding in the first place, you're not actually asking me how the internet works with uh you know with 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 protocols and everything else you're just asking me well when I, I plug this cord into my wall and stuff comes to me how's that happen that's what you're asking me that's the, the level of their question and so uh, the problem is you then got to deal deliver them an answer that they're then making a legal decision based off with zero understanding of the topic and so i don't know how this is going to be dealt with in the government section um unless you know, just like the internet bodies, that they come up with some sort of a uh, oversight, but it's gotta be people in the industry. It's gotta be people that have oversight themselves because the lawmakers can't do it. Nancy Pelosi couldn't do it. <laughs> you know, you need, whoever it is, all these random people in government have no clue how all this AI stuff works for the most part. I mean, there'd be maybe a few people who have an understanding, but 90 something percent, I don't think would.
0: No, you're absolutely
1: correct. Absolutely. So mm. um, now, okay, so chat GPT. Uh, the boss there has called for a new government agency, well, pretty much what I just said, oh, to great. keep AI companies in check. Uh, that's a dangerous thing uh, because what, look at how sometimes, depending on who's president, you get a big swing in what's acceptable and not acceptable. Look at the things that are acceptable now. You got government coming in and, and was telling Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, you can't talk about some things that are factual information. Yeah. Well- because you just because you don't like the facts okay that's not my problem well if you're then doing that same thing with the ai you're then saying "Well, I don't want you to learn from this information then you create bias because of your oversight it has to be totally open to where you're feeding it whether you like what it says or not if it's considered to be truthful you still need to feed the information into the ai because otherwise it doesn't have the information it needs to give you a balanced and unbiased opinion if you only give it one opinion it gives you what it thinks is a balanced and un, a non-opinion. But you've only given it one thing to, to base its opinion off of. So it is an opinion.
0: So Sam Altman, he's the OpenAI CEO. And this is the quote from the article. He says, um, uh, ah, yes, here we go. Um, he, he told senators that OpenAI, so the organization itself, is working on a mm-hmm. copyright system that would pay artists if their work was used to generate new art, saying that artists deserve more control. But again, they're creating their own copyright system, and I put that in air quotes because that's not really what it is, but it, who's going to be doing the enforcement? Right. See, that's the issue yeah. with this, is you're going to create a new... Uh, uh, wow, Brian, t- look at this. Surprise, surprise. A new government agency the full of a yeah. bunch of bureaucrats to you know to look over this stuff who is going is there's still who, who's going to provide oversight on this stuff
1: and I, I think that they need to come at this a little bit differently i think what they really should do is incentivize creators to submit content if you it could be something you have well, created yourself you know
0: what was that site but, or that what was the art website that was auto you know, you know, I think you know what I'm talking. About. It, was the, it all the, by default. The art was automatically being tagged as could be used in AI, and then you could click it off. I don't remember what site that was. It yeah,
1: was, not DeviantArt. No, definitely. But it was DeviantArt. Like, it was but one um, of those one of those
0: websites, and th- and they did attempt. To I know, do that, I know which
1: one you're talking about. And there
0: was this mass backlash of, oh my god, I can't believe that. Our content would be used in some sort of AI, and you know, this is the most terrible, awful, miserable thing that's ever happened, or you know, whatever stupid garbage. Art Station? That was Art Station. Art, art Station. What it was. That's exactly what it was. Yep. So, uh, you know, th- they've already offered that, but there's this, there's, I-, I believe there's a couple of things here. There's an incredible well, that, okay, amount okay, that's,
1: that's. So the problem there is, is AI art is getting mixed in with non AI art. That's not sure. what I'm saying. What I'm saying is our artists can submit their work to be indexed to where they could possibly get a little bit of a, the equivalent of a first link. They did do that, that was art Station. Well, but, but, but the problem is don't let people see it. Don't put it out in the public for people to see, which is what art Station does. Make it to where people who have copyrighted material, things that they've created that they don't want the public just to have, but they don't mind if art is maybe created in the same feeling of it, which is what AI would do. Uh, Do that to where then you can, you could submit your art and get a little extra income from some piece of art that you've already created. And they're not going to be in copyright copyright infringement because the person would have signed the right over for them to use it. They don't own it, but they can use it to train their things. And then if it gets used, if it's part of the index, then they get a little bit of money here and there. And if they put enough content in and it gets, it's popular enough, they could eventually get some decent money from it over time because of enough people using the service
0: but you look at things like Bandcamp um yeah you know, more of the indie side of things now it's not it's not going to be you know big bucks at least at least right off the bat but it but it potentially could be long term um i don't know man there's so much that's going to change between now and whatever inevitable we go oh, towards yeah. um it's just it's kind of a crazy situation
1: well and this is where i mean i don't know how much more you want to go into this but that, you know, of course the they're worried worried about nuclear war. and I mean, the problem with AI is not necessarily that, but I'm worry more, more worried about it pushing people because look at what Cnn and and these very biased uh, news sources, they can get people worked up. And if you were able to create something that a huge portion of the world is basing content on, and you can put that bias bias in there, you could get people worked up you could if you could influence inside this company, you could have it to where just like the news media pushes b l m and pushes all these things and gets people worked up over things that don't even really exist it seems over <laughs> sometimes <laughs> yeah. coming up into a a, a, a new a um a political season that, don't you think they'll be doing the same thing with this to where they'll Why be not? pushing it so so that they can influence people and influence things. Uh, I just, that's my worry is not necessarily that it's going to push us to nuclear war, but you're going to have, just like you had the riots and everything else, they'd be able to easily generate and create those dynamically based on how they tweak their content or put bias in their content. Just like all across the country. You remember, you've seen that clip where the news stations are sitting there and repeating, kind of continuing the sentence. There's one article that all of those news stations all repeat. Yeah, it was Sinclair. And it's kind of like, this is... This is what brain brainwashing looks like, right? Then they talk about that. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have the exact same thing with this, but done where it's less obvious because people are thinking they're pulling data from this, you know, totally unbiased source, and they can easily push opinion one way or the other, just like the news sources do. That's my worry. That's more of I think that's just like you saw, the 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 the, the Antifa and BLM and all these things that. A lot, a lot of it was fake news or things that were blown out of proportion that pushed people to to think that that was okay. I'm worried that they'll be able to program it in much easier and be able to push people to whatever opinion they want to have because people are very predictable. Well, you know, if you feed them certain pieces of information, they tend to come out with certain results. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's the human brain. Yeah. So that's what I'm worried about is they'll be able to train it, train people.
0: No, oh, yes. No, no, no question about that at all. Um, Let's uh, let's transition over to a story that we've been following for quite some time now, and it surrounds Microsoft and Activision Blizzard and yes. that massive, uh, nearly $69 billion merger slash acquisition. And we've seen and talked about some of the issues with the UK regulatory body, seemingly every other antitrust. Government acquisition body across the world, something like 30 some odd countries that have these organizations, have already greenlit it. And, Brian, to my surprise, and I, and I do genuinely mean this when I say it, to my surprise, the Federal Trade Commission in the United States, the FTC, apparently will try and block this acquisition. And why do I say I'm, I'm shocked? Microsoft has so much lobbying power in the federal government. I, I, I thought that this would have been, they could have actually greased the skids on this one. Seemingly. I mean, the amount yeah. of lobbying and pressure that they could have put, but the federal trade commission is set to file an injunction seeking to block Microsoft's proposed acquisition of of Activision Blizzard. Um, By filing an injunction, the FTC is seeking to stop the transaction from going through before the deadline, which I didn't even realize it was this soon. It's less than a month from now, July 18th.
1: Just short of Um, of, of a month.
0: The FTC has apparently sued to block the $68.7 billion acquisition, choosing to bring the case before its internal administrative law judge. Though that trial-like uh, process, the judge would make an internal decision that could be appealed to the full Federal Trade Commission for a vote. So uh, Microsoft President Brad Smith said, hey, you know, quote, we welcome the opportunity to present our case in a federal court. We believe accelerating the legal process in the U.S. will ultimately bring more choice and competition to the market, which is exactly what you would expect there. But um very interesting to see that it could uh one of the holdups and this this would be a huge one for them. They they can't go through this merger acquisition. They can't go through this deal without the FTC's approval. Uh, That's just not possible. Yeah. At least from my vantage point.
1: Yeah, and that's one thing I was kind of surprised. It seems like they're just they, they probably figured that they might not might not be able to come up with a decision before july 18th oh, so God. they're almost doing the stall tech the stall technique which is kind of dishonest in my opinion you're not you you know it's not going to have time to actually be truly debated and put before a court so you're doing something to stall it to, so that your opinion is forced on everybody which i don't think is right because they're not allowing they, they waited so long to do this that they're now just trying to stall it before the end which I don't, I don't think is a good way to do it. I think they, if, if you do it, pr- prove that you, whatever you're claiming that this is going to cause, whether it's going to be, as, as the UK said, uh, this is going to be unfair for streaming services, yet we don't really know anything about streaming services, and there's no real streaming services even being used uh, in mass production right now. But, you know, we don't want that to start up too good. We, let's make sure crappy companies start this first so that they can come in and then do it better. I mean that's really what they're saying. Uh, I just, I, I th- this, I, I was pretty surprised, and I, I wish they, if they had an issue with it, put it to court, so that you knew the decision would be done before the deadline. Where if the judge felt that you were wrong, the answer would have come through, and you would have been called out. But they're, they're maybe because they know that that might not happen. There's, they're because they could delay so- it until this deadline. Easy in court.
0: Well, let me stop you there because there is a little there is an update on this that just came out. Um, So there was a temporary uh, temporary federal the FTC filed a temporary block on this deal. Um, The the last couple of days injunction. Correct. Microsoft has had an opportunity to make their case. A hearing is set to take place on the 22nd. So that's two days from now, Thursday. Um, in which okay. they will make, I guess, that judge, as I talked about, that informal kind of semi quasi legal or quasi judicial hearing will take place in which the judge will make that decision. So by next week, we should know the at least immediate response to the preliminary injunction, as you mentioned presumably that's going to come back not in favor of microsoft activision and at that point i think it goes to brad smith's quote as we look forward to making our argument in federal court is like hey you know let us make our argument and, and and we'll do that so that's kind of where it looks like it's sitting right now is there's going to be um you know the regulators have been going back and forth the regulators their final day was today to respond to microsoft's uh, Microsoft had an opportunity to submit information. Regulars had until today to respond back. And then a hearing takes place in two days. So we'll know definitely something in the next couple of days for sure. Oh, wait, excuse wait, me. Up to the- a, a hearing take place on the 22nd with, with, Microsoft pro, with Microsoft prohibited from closing the acquisition until at least five days after a ruling is issued. So there's going to be a five-day window there after the ruling, okay. depending on what goes on. So um, that'll be interesting.
1: And isn't the only place that has locked it up this point was the CMA, the CMA, oh, and now the FTC. only major are those the two?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's some
1: little, you know, I don't know, small yeah, government, but, but, but that's the only major. Those those are the only real ones that we have seen. Yeah, I don't personally. I'm sorry, UK, but I don't really take them seriously when it comes. I mean, have you looked at how the UK has been run in the last ten years? Yes, Honestly, I mean, they're not even a real force in the world anymore i mean to be honest they used to be a big major but they're a small island i just i mean not no offense to the people who live over in the uk now but they're not really uh leaders in the world like they used to be there's plenty of other places the uk is just kind of doing its own thing all by themselves i don't know it's, U- it's kind of frustrating the, 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 the U- that it's ending up going this way
0: the uk audience goes mad they they throw that <laughs> i mean uh, they throw their team to be up be offensive Brian. but
1: have they been really influencing the direction of things in the world, other than now trying to block an acquisition? I mean, have no. you heard of anything major that the UK's had a hand in in the past ten years, other nope, than I've you seen, know, maybe uh, mass migration? Like mass migration.
0: Yeah, I've seen a bunch of people. Uh, <laughs> they're they're the leaders of, when uh, it comes to mass
1: Ill- illegal immigration. Yeah, or I've legal a- migration
0: seen a bunch of illegal immigrants killing people, stabbing them on the side of the streets for no good Topping reason. chopping them about, with machetes in the yeah, streets. The I mean, you want to I've talk seen.
1: about what they're excelling at. That's what they're excelling at. Obviously not keeping on top of what technology is because they're, they're, what they came back with as their excuse was totally stupid. They're saying that it's going to ruin a, an industry that hasn't even really taken off because there's nobody doing it right. And yet, but you're saying they may do it right and that'd be unfair. I mean, name me one major streaming service that's for video games that people are using in mass name one. The, the only other thing is, is, is a uh,
0: G G force now or G cloud or whatever the hell it's called. That's the but that's, only and that's other like,
1: one. It, but that's more like a local. That's not even you know, is it's, it's I view that as kind of a different service. No, no
0: G force now is a cloud.
1: Yeah, but, but still kind it's of very solid it in. Yes. Yeah. It's very, I, for me, it's kind of a niche thing. It's not for the masses. It's uh, not. And no, I haven't seen correct. it for the masses. And so this is what I'm saying. The first thing where, uh, for the masses something could come out that actually make that industry take off and start just like streaming it's like them sitting there and yelling about how unfair netflix was to a blockbuster sure it was unfair but guess what it was better for the the state of the industry uh, as far as now you have the ability to get anything streamed right to your house for the most part in a moment's notice Versus driving down to a place and getting a, a, a piece of hardware that you're then walking back to your house and plugging into a system and you have to rewind or else you could get a fine afterwards. I mean, the, 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 them blocking and making these excuses is the same as them trying to sit there and defend uh, the video rental places because Netflix would be unfair. It was unfair, but it was a much better technology and it's where things needed to go to progress. And it's like they're trying to stop progress because mm-hmm. they don't understand the technology. And, and so that, that's what frustrates me. These are the people in charge of our technology: the FTC, the CMA for the UK. They're supposed to be um, leaders in those industries. One thing I think you'll find with a lot of government workers, they are not leaders in the industries. The best people usually don't go work for the government. Uh, sorry, if, I, if some, somebody worked, you know, working for the government. Uh, there, I'm sure there are people that are good. I know your dad worked for for government for a period of time, right? Still does. Or, or no, he it still does. But, you know, when it comes to, like, tech, especially, they can get paid so much more outside of government for tech work that you're not going to get the top of the industry because they will not incentivize and pay you, right? And so now you've got a bunch of people that are not the top of their industry making decisions that are affecting the top of the industry. That's my problem with it. It is is they, they need to, the the biggest minds in the rooms need to be discussing this, and I don't feel like that's happening. I I, want to have it to where the all the things have been discussed and, and, and the opinion that's been made has a lot of logic and it makes sense and maybe it's a lot of foresight is happening and if we, we talked about last week the see the cma did what four weeks of studying for this out of the 20 something weeks that they had mm-hmm. they only bothered to look at at streaming gaming streaming for four weeks to make their decision really I just, that, that's, that's frustrating to me. And I, and hopefully I, I, I do want to see this merger go through because I think it'll be better for gaming, in my opinion. Um, and it's just sad when you feel like, you know, what, well, what are you going to do? There's nothing you can do. There's a lot of things that happen in, the, in, in life about this government politics, but, uh, this is just one of the situations where you kind of sit back and it's like, what in the world is going on? Like why these arguments that are putting forward, the FTC. Give me a legitimate argument and say, here's why we're, we're wanting to prevent it. Convince me, not not them. Convince the people that are then going to be affected by it. And if you can convince me that it's that's dangerous with a logical argument, then I'll be like, hey, you're probably right. Maybe we shouldn't. But do you see anywhere here where they're really giving you a reason for this to be blocked? And from like the FTPC, I, I haven't seen any legitimate, they're, I'm sure they're going to put it in the court filings. But come forward and no. say, "Hey, we're doing this because," and convince the public, because those are the ones that are going to be looking at you, saying, "What in the world are you thinking?" And don't leave it up to the blog writers <laughs> to, to to inform the public of your opinions, right? They need to come up with these. So I don't know. I it we'll see here in a month what the answer uh, is. Well, uh, we'll
0: see here. Yeah, we'll see here in two days. I think
1: overall, though, the deadline's in a month, though, for the whole thing. You know, to yeah. where we'll know.
0: And that is, and that is, yeah, that creates its own problems within itself is, so if they if they blow past this deadline because of, you know, slow, what are the, I don't know what the, I I will admit I'm not an expert on company mergers and acquisitions. I don't know what, them blowing past that deadline, what does that mean? What impact or what ramifications does that have? I don't know. And I don't know that we'll know until we get there, honestly, I really don't.
1: As I looked at that, that filing that they did had no information on why they're actually trying to block it.
0: Um, the I, only I mean, thing I can find is they claim that the whole thing is being rushed.
1: But that is not to me that is there's not a deadline. A... What are you talking about being rushed? They waited till the last minute to come up <laughs> to say they're going to block it. The, the, the FTC is the ones not rushing. All the other countries have come up with a decision already the ftc's
0: right? concern is that the microsoft and activision blizzard may be rushed
1: which, which makes is the zero b- sense
0: well no and and it it really highlights a greater point of government has no semblance of time equals money so they can dr- i mean case in point with yeah, all right we'll I'll bring this up and then we'll get banned and then we'll we'll come back next week but I mean you had this investigation of the vice president's son for literally 6 or 7 years this ongoing investigation yep. and it leads with some garbage plea deal that gets announced today and and that's that's just government at its finest Brian I mean they can spin their wheels for a decade and and it's this or most the Mueller formidable- report I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's, there's just what so came out you, of the
1: Mueller you, report: years and years of investigation not, and nothing. Well, and
0: that's the thing is, so you take government, which is just used to stonewalling and delaying and just obstru- There's just no sense of urgency, uh, seemingly ever. And then you have private business yeah. where it's like the literally time is money. I mean, that is a literal thing in in, in business, and government just can't seem to understand that, which is fine. But you can't jump into that and go, well, this is being rushed. Well, you're not the Rush Committee. You're the Federal Trade Commission. What are you claiming? Antitrust? Like, like what, what's the issue? Monopoly? Like, wh- what is it? I haven't seen it being made. I haven't seen it made yet. Besides, it's happening well, too quickly. It, which, by the way, is a crock here's- of shit. Because it's been oh, a year yeah. and a half since this thing was announced. It's not like it just yeah. happened
1: yesterday. We've been talking about it every week for a year. More than a year. Well, and here's people. And here's something that might be interesting is the CMA and the FTC met 26 times to discuss uh, this. Uh,
0: collusion?
1: Collusion. <laughs> the two places that are now sitting here working to stop it met together 26 times. Why can't you come up with your decision on your own? Why are two separate governments discussing together how they're going to do this? I, that, that to me, CMA, UK, come up with your own decision your own country don't rely on america to do it for you ftc why are you trying to influence because is the ftc really taking influence from the cma i don't think so they already came up with their decision it's like why are you what one is feeding the other to let's do this and it's just it's pretty sad uh because why should they be meeting at all or even having any discussion between these two countries about a decision that they're most supposed to be making individually and not their own opinion uh
0: because government just is out of control that's my (laughs) yeah that i mean seriously that i mean that that's 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 it
1: there's no there's yeah there's no they can do they feel like they can do whatever they want and honestly lately that's kind of proven to be true for the most part you know i mean look at the things that the government gets away with uh you know and that's kind of the sad part of this and this is just i think you know, if they get, they're able to block it, maybe it's just another example of that. Yeah. So. All right. Is there anything else you wanted to cover before we roll on out?
0: No, I think uh, I think we are good to go. Um, All right. Yeah, no, I think we're good.
1: Cool. Well, if you want to find me at Boyce Computer on Twitter or at Brian Aldridge on Gab Getter or Truth Social, or you can check out my blog, biteoftech.com. Or if you want to go check out our website, infectionpodcast.com, Just go to the upper right-hand side. Join our server on Discord. It's a place that you can contact Nick and I directly or maybe you want to uh, put some links to some news that you've come across this week into the show news channel then we can review it for the live show. Uh, Also, we have the live shows on Twitch and YouTube. Um, Afterwards, we upload it to Rumble or you can go to the lower right-hand side and there's all the different audio forms. Once we finish the show, we upload to those. And uh, so whatever device platform is most convenient for you, just go and click one of those and you can uh, listen to the show. If you are going to be listening, though, uh, you can go check out the particular episode show notes for that. Uh, and we have a video and audio player built into the page and links for everything that we discuss throughout the show. So maybe you are listening, but you want to see a video, uh, or maybe there's an image that we brought up on screen that you wanted to see. This is the perfect uh, place to be able to do that. And it's all on our website if you want to support us you can go to infectionpodcast.com forward slash support or go to the support menu option up top
0: and i'm proud to say brian that the infectionpodcast.com website features no ai generated content so i do yes, it, it you and i do it every week
1: <laughs> yep not, not yet no anyways no, not, now honestly <laughs> when
0: they can do that when we can just let the ai do this show i'll be great i just sit back here pour myself a nice i'll have oil. buttons
1: we'll just have buttons where we'll we'll push be mad be enraged yeah. Uh, get, get, you know, put, go to this. All you do is kind of form the way that the AI goes.
0: Crack open a couple cold ones. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it, we'll we'll we're be the we'll AI, be go.
1: we're the mo- we the content <laughs> moderators, kind of like what they're wanting to do with the blog writers. Yes. But we but just make sure the the end result is what we wanted.
0: Absolutely, which is total outrage and yeah. lunacy. Uh, Brian is always yeah. greatly appreciated. Thank you, my friend. We'll uh, we'll catch up with you next yeah, thank week. You. We'll t- um, as uh, as Brian mentioned, of course, our website infectionpodcast.com uh, Um, If you want to check me out, uh, you can uh, listen to my daily podcast. It's called Wilmington's Morning News. It's available on all your favorite podcast apps. Uh, You can also listen to it at nickcraig.com. If you missed any portion of the program, maybe want to check out some of our show notes, including the uh, FTC's ridiculously weak argument against Activision Blizzard, well, you can do that at our website, infectionpodcast.com. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Have a great week. We'll see you next time.